Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. You're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, medic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Michael Saylor vindicated. Um, he he. They just had their quarterly report um, to see if they're profitable, how they were doing. Um, and it blew everybody out of the water in terms of uh, expectations, right? And a key point to that was the Bitcoin strategy. Uh, <laughs> MicroStrategy has so much Bitcoin that at this point it's behaving like a Bitcoin ETF. Now, for the you know the during the the depths of of the latest bear market where we hit you know fifteen sixteen k, right? A lot of people were questioning his strategy. Not only Michael Saylor, but they were also questioning Naim Bukele Naim Bukele's strategy as well. Well, now that I think we're going uh, toward, we're we're getting out of the uh, you know supposedly, uh, maybe we're out of the worst part, and we are. If Bitcoin is still following its historical cycles, we're beginning. And this is uh, Dr. Jeff Ross said this yesterday. We are in the very beginnings of the next bull market, right? But the first year of the next uh, of the first uh, 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 of the beginning of the bull markets, they're always kind of slow, right? So I think over the next three years, micro strategies, uh, micro strategies, Bitcoin strategy is going to continue to be vindicated. And I think just because of market forces, that's going to get other questions that that's going to get other companies, other public companies to start looking into Bitcoin. And perhaps I say, maybe it's not a bad idea to put this on our treasury. So um, very, very exciting stuff. Also breaking news from the White House. We're not going to go in depth into it today. Uh, it's become very clear. Uh, the Biden administration does not like Bitcoin. Okay, uh, in the presidential economic report, which they release on a yearly basis, uh, it was released either a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. They dedicated an entire segment, like 20 pages of that report, making the case as to why central banking is necessary, why central bank digital currencies are the future and bashing Bitcoin at the same time. Right. That was really the first time that they took a direct jab. Well, now the second time happened, and that was yesterday. They made an announcement that they proposed a 30% tax on all Bitcoin proof of work, the majority of which is Bitcoin, of course, 30% tax on proof of work mining in the United States, which would basically kill the industry. It, would, it wouldn't make it profitable, right? Um, and I think that's what they want, right? And then tie, tie that up with Operation Chokepoint 2.0. And there you go, right? Um, so very interesting stuff. Uh, but before we start the show, I want to bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic. How are you doing, Opti? How are you feeling this morning? Well, I got some much-needed rest last night. I think I was in bed by like eight thirty, uh, right as this whole news broke last night, and I had to I had to do not disturb my phone so I can get some sleep. But man, as I was passing out last night, uh, Nico, you were going ham on Twitter. I was I was pretty pissed off. I was kind of livid about it. It was it, it really just makes you uh, wonder what what country we live in. And um, but but we'll save that for tomorrow. And uh, you know, shouts out to Sailor. Apparently, uh, <laughs> he, he seems to be the only one making smart moves out here in regards to holding Bitcoin on their balance sheet. But anyways, on today's culture, 
we got uh, Henrik from Ellen Capital. So we're going to talk about all things Ellen Capital, talk about what he's building, what he's working on. So let's just bring him in. What's up, Henrik? How you doing today? Hi, all good air. How are you? Wonderful, bro. Wonderful. Happy to have you. Happy to have you on the show. What are we going to talk about during the culture segment, Opti? I just said it, bro. We're talking about what Henrik's working on, Ellen Capital. What is, L- what is Ellen Capital? Lightning service providers. We'll, we'll talk there, about it in the culture. There we go. Lightning service provider. All right. We got to build on that second layer. All right, everybody. Let's, let's start the show. Let's get into the numbers. Let's do this. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. Everybody else, I want to tell you about the biggest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. It's literally coming up in less than a month. Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th, Bitcoin 2023. It's How many days is that, Opti? Like 15 days. You can use the promo code SIMPLY to get a 10% discount on your tickets. You definitely don't want to miss this. We call it the, the, pil- the pilgrimage. This is the Bitcoin Super Bowl week. It only happens once a year. You definitely don't want to miss it. Let's go through some of the speakers. We have Michael Lewis. He's the author of The Big Short, Moneyball. We have Michael Saylor, Arthur Hayes, Tulsi Gabbard, Alex Gladstein, Eric Weinstein, Adam Back, Jack Mauler, Stacey Herbert, the Bitcoin Senator, Senator Cynthia Lummis, Patrick McHenry. He's a Congress. He's a congressman in the U.S. House of Representatives. We have a member of government from the country of Indonesia, 273 million people, and he's doing a, a, a a fireside chat with Samson Mao, who is dedicating his life right now to nation state adoptions. I'm very curious to hear what that announcement is. And of course, you have Lynn Alden and many, many more speakers. Opti and I are going to be holding it down on the analyst desk as well. You definitely don't want to miss Bitcoin 2023. You can use promo code simply get 10% discount. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 28,320 sats per dollar, 3,531 block height, 788,108 reachable Bitcoin node. 17,096 blocks to having 51,892 having estimate April 22nd 2024 total lightning network capacity is 5,413 Bitcoin we want that number to go up Hendricks here I want to I want to ask him about that and uh the capacity value is 153 million US dollars realized monetary inflation Bitcoin continues to take fiat currencies to absolute school that number is going to keep going down um, 1.75% and the market capitalization of Bitcoin, $548 billion with a B. Anyways, I want to talk about the breaking news that happened yesterday. But first, uh, I want to give a little bit of context because this, this should not have caught anyone by surprise, especially if you guys have been tuning into Simply Bitcoin. Um, this has been a developing story for quite a while now, right? Uh, it started with the rumblings, right? Um, that we we actually picked it up on simply bitcoin but i think nick carter wrote a great pre uh, a great piece that really laid out the multiple moves that the biden administration made uh in the hopes of isolating the industry but they escalated it right those were kind of i wouldn't call them shadow moves but they were moves that they weren't also acknowledging they were saying no we're not doing that you're crazy what are you talking about um but really in the last two months they've gone out and made their position very clear. The first thing that they did was the um, 
the the report that was released. Here's a CoinDesk article that talks about it for a little bit, just to provide context before we play you guys a video. It says the Biden administration took aim at uh, Bitcoin and shitcoins in a new report arguing that many aspects of the digital asset ecosystem are creating issues for consumers, the financial system, and the environment. The quote economic report of the president published on Monday and the 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 date of this article is March 21st, uh, is an annual publication by the Council of Economic Advisors aimed at explaining the president's economic priorities and principles. The March 2023 issue included an entire chapter on digital assets and, quote, economic principles. And what were those economic principles? Those economic principles in the, in the eyes of the current administration is the necessity of central banking and the necessity of central bank digital currencies. Well, it escalated even more. And this is what came out. Uh, this is what came out yesterday. We're going to spend tomorrow's episode completely on this. Uh, Biden, administra Biden administration proposes a 30% climate change tax on cryptocurrency mining. Why is that tax not applied on lithium mining or on gold mining? Why is it specifically on Bitcoin mining? Well, connect the dots. If people ha have an ability to choose between Bitcoin and a central bank digital currency, what do you think they're going to choose? Well, obviously, they're going to go and they're going to choose uh the the currency the unit of account that has better incentives now the good news though is that you know the awesome part about the u.s um opti and i are not quite at okay we're getting out of there moving to el salvador we're still in the holding it down phase um but the awesome part about the u.s is the individual sovereignty of the states right so clearly the federal government is taking a specific stance pro central bank digital currency now the good news is though that individual states are taking an anti central bank digital currency stance and they're actually taking a pro i hate pro crypto but all all roads lead to bitcoin right uh the cryptos are inherently centralized meaning that they will inevitably be co-opted uh by government you have to have something that is truly decentralized the only one which is Bitcoin, right? Now, you had that announcement by Biden, and around the same time, you had uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, and he had some thoughts on central bank digital currencies. Uh, let's, take a, let's take a listen. The danger of the, the digital currency is, is that, one, they want to make that the sole currency. They want to get rid of crypto, which my view is, is like, if you want to invest in crypto, it's up to you. You can do it. I mean, like, you can make those decisions. Uh, but they don't like crypto because they can't control crypto. So they want to put everything in a central bank digital currency. And I guarantee you, if they're able to ever get away with that, they will impose ESG and social credit scores onto that. Uh, and that's going to be a huge reduction in freedom for people in this country. And so what we've said, what we're going to say in Florida is they haven't done it yet. I don't think Congress would authorize it. But if the Fed or the Treasury tries to do it unilaterally in Florida, we'll have a prohibition um, against that. And I think that that's ensuring uh, your financial independence and making sure that we don't have a financial surveillance state where they know every transaction uh, that, that you're making. I think that that's fundamentally wrong. So we're recognizing the dangers with this agenda. That wasn't a Bitcoiner saying that. That wasn't simply Bitcoin saying that. That was the governor of a very big state um, saying the quiet part out loud. 
they want, they hate Bitcoin and shitcoins because they can't control them. And they want people using a money of which they can control. And not to mention, he said the quiet part out loud. He just went straight into the social credit system, which is a theory that we've, we've been saying this for years now at this point. Um, but I'm glad that it's being brought up to this level. So I think even with Biden taking this stance, using every excuse possible, the environment, right? Remember the New York Times article. What did they use? They used the environment excuse, right? We must, uh, we must ban this because of the environment. Now, the question that I have is like, okay, so what about electric cars? They use electricity too. Uh, our Bitcoin toasters, also known as ASICs, uh, they don't emit CO2 directly. So, you know, so you have a problem with how people use electricity in the first place. Like that is the real issue here. Um, and what we're going to get to in tomorrow's episode is where are they taking this inspiration from? Um, and that is very, very interesting. Uh, but anyways, uh, I want to get your thoughts, Opti. Uh, Opti, I think we called it at this point. Um, we, we nailed it, bro. We said it. We said it. And, and we, we can't be labeled conspiracy, conspiracy theorists at this point. If you have the governor of a state saying what we've been saying for the last basically year and a half. Um, you know, <laughs> the majority of the show's existence, really. So what are your thoughts on this, brother? Well, I mean, uh, I have you over here, and this is just to sum it you're up. You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom. And uh, the more, the more, you know, I've said in the past, the more a government tries to outlaw Bitcoin, the more bullish that I get. And it really is a shame that the U.S. government is uh, being so anti-Bitcoin from the top-down level. But, I mean, like you said, you know, if you're against Bitcoin, you're against freedom. Like, why are we being forced to use a money that steals from us? Why is this the norm? Especially in the face of all the bank failures. Um, the very next day, we are seeing them roll this out, like taxing on uh, on Bitcoin mining. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is not by accident. I've been saying it for a while. You know, we we... we Definitely we're having the naive take of like, oh, maybe they're just uh, uneducated. They don't know what they're talking about. But I think in the face of all of this, uh, I would just say it is pure evil. This is this is a pure ploy to control human behavior. And, you know, why is the federal government picking winners and losers? Why are they telling us what what we can and can't use our electricity for? Like, I thought this was the land of the brave and home of the free. Like, what is going on here? This is absolutely insanity. And this climate change cult is just an excuse. Like, it has nothing to do with saving humanity, saving planet Earth. Uh, it's just a pure ploy to control people's behaviors. And it absolutely pissed me off yesterday when I, when I heard all this stuff. And I think it's just... Um, you know, foreshadowing where we are going. And again, I know we said it's not, uh, we can't be conspiratorial at this point, but I am going to put on my tinfoil hat right now because it feels like controlled demolition. Like it feels like everything is happening in a way to push us to CBDCs and stop the escape valve, which is Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is as American as apple pie. Bitcoin should be endorsed in America because aren't we a land of freedom, of letting humans act, towards their best interests. And now we have the federal government telling us like, oh, uh, you know, profitable businesses, we're going to tax you more. Oh, businesses that that are helping rural communities. Oh, we can't allow this to happen anymore because of the very thing that Ron DeSantis always says now is the reason they don't like Bitcoin is because they can't control it. And I mean, I, I'm not... 
I'm not the biggest fan of politicians. You guys know this. And I'm a bit suspect of Ron DeSantis, first and foremost. But he's saying what we say all the time. It is angling towards pushing the U.S. population towards a CBDC. And I think it's upon us to continue to call this BS out, to continue to get people to hold Bitcoin, to get Bitcoin into their hands. Because this is the only way we can really stop this, is having more people hold Bitcoin and ensuring that they understand what is going on because, hey, uh, the writing's on the wall. They want to control everything about us. And this is absolutely sickening, especially as someone that's been sold on the idea of America being the land of the free. You know, I remember what uh, our founding fathers fought for. And uh, it was a lot less tax than 30%. Like, I think it was what, like 3% on tea itself? And now they're trying to tax everything about us. Like it's absolutely mind blowing. But hey, we'll go into this tomorrow. Let's uh, let's get Henrik's view on this stuff. I mean, a lot of this is uh, is politics in the U.S. And <clears throat> yeah, being from Norway, we have a quite a different sort of political system uh, in general. Uh, and I mean, uh, the entire country is probably um, much more on the left side than than anything that's far left in the U.S. And the reason I think, I mean. It's just a completely different um, system and, uh, uh, I mean, different uh, economy around that. So the, the level of corruption, for example, is very, very low. So, it, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, I see the problem where, where they, they start um, adding these taxes and all these uh, types of regulations without even, like, really understanding the problem. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, it is problematic, the entire thing. But at the same time, like it's hard for me to comment really in depth on on the U.S. Um, politics on this because I'm not like I'm I'm watching all this from the outside, right? No, of course. But Henrik, what about in 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 Norway? Or, or is there an initiative by the government to push central bank digital currencies? Because this is a global phenomenon. This isn't just something isolated to the U.S. Yeah, definitely. So they are working on it, and we will probably see it. Um, not sure when. At least a few years but um um yeah th there's been a lot of different movements we had like a few years back we had um, a proposed ban uh, on um, not ban but they want to remove the uh, electricity incentive given to all sort of uh, data centers etc for um for running yeah data center with without the industrial without the tax that we normal um, people get and that actually just got completely thrown out once it was so it was voted in completely and anonymously actually the entire um yeah everybody would yes and when it got to to being implemented it actually fall, fell apart because they realized it was basically impossible to implement in a fair manner so it's for example ethereum mining uh, using um 3d cards um graphic processor instead of asics would it would be hard to, to actually detect so it goes thrown out. So there's been a lot of silly attempts that basically goes back to them not understanding uh, how this works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So is it, is there any pushback? Was there any pushback when they tried to? Because it it seems very similar to the tactics that they they used in the U.S. Right, where they tried to de basically de incentivize the the mining of Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean there there were some pushbacks, um, but at the same time, the industry at that point wasn't that big um so it was um limited what they could do um but yeah it's it's uh, i mean i guess we're a bit too um fortunate here in norway and we don't have the same uh, 
necessarily um, rising up and and uh, yeah, standing up for against that in a big enough manner. Gotcha. All right, everybody, let's get to the news. Let's do this. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys, I also want to give a very special shout out to our new sponsor, the Orange Pill app. It's the number one resource for Bitcoin events. Did you move to a new city? Perhaps you are in your city and, you know, your friends are operating on a different operating system. They're not on the on a Bitcoin standard. So you kind of, you know, you kind of lose things in common with them. At least I'm speaking for myself individually, right? I've lost a lot of my normie friends because they're speaking a different language, right? So you want to grow your Bitcoin network. There's no better place to do it than the Orange Pill app, right? You could find a Bitcoin only event near you, search by location and date. Are you going to Miami? I'm sure your day will be full of amazing speakers and talks, but what are you doing at night? There's nothing worse than being in a city full of Bitcoiners, but you are in your hotel room watching TV. Hop on the Orange Pill app events page and find all the Bitcoin events on the fly. Download the Orange Pill app today. All right, everybody. Wait, wait, Nico, before you go on, before you go on, uh, shouts out to everyone showing us love on there. I responded to all you guys this morning. Uh, really means a lot. I'm glad you guys enjoy what we're doing. Uh, it, it just felt, it felt good, Nico. It warmed my heart this morning. I, I finally went through all my, all my DMs. <laughs> love you guys. Yeah, same, same to same to me. I try to I try to respond to each one of you guys when I see it, um, and we really really appreciate the love and the support. And I hope to see a lot of you guys in Miami. Uh, really looking forward to that as well. Anyways, everybody, let's talk about Michael Saylor's vindication uh, because that's really what it is. It's it's a vindication. Um, so, I mean, it's self-explanatory, says Michael Saylor. Since MicroStrategy adopted a Bitcoin strategy uh, for our audio listeners, it says MicroStrategy outperformed uh, outperformance uh, since adoption of Bitcoin strategy. And it's a comparison, right? So it's MicroStrategy is up 166%. And this is compared to the, the, uh, the S&P 500, which is only up 24%. This is up to the NASDAQ, which is only up 11%. Compared to gold, which is down 2%, compared to silver, which is down 11%, compared to bonds, it's uh, it's down 16%. What about uh, the FANG stocks, right? What about the tech stocks? Well, MicroStrategy is up 166% compared to Apple, which is only up 51%, compared to micro Microsoft, which is only up 48%, compared to Google, which is only up 45%. Meta's down 9%, Netflix is down 32%, Amazon is down 33%. Also, Oracle, Oracle's Killing it up 72%, but it's still less than MicroStrategy's 166%. And this is the power. And this is, I think, what Michael Saylor's the, the point that he's trying to make is the power of adding Bitcoin to your treasury, right? And I think over time, what you're going to see, because I'm looking at these numbers, right? And it reminds me of a very uh, of one of my favorite websites, which is Price and Bitcoin. Right. And it kind of tells the same story. Right. Price in Bitcoin over a six uh, over a three year period 
uh, the dollar is down 68%. Over a five-year period, it's down uh, 65%, right? And, and the story goes on. The uh, S&P is down 54%. Um, a medium house and housing prices, at least in Florida, have gone up like 200% or like 100% in the last two, three years alone, really, since they started you know, printing money like crazy. Bitcoin, it's, uh, a house is still 51% cheaper if you've been operating on a Bitcoin standard, right? So it's very similar. It's interesting how it's 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 kind of similar. And I think over time, just like Venmo, Venmo just like PayPal, um, just like uh, not Cash App, but uh, Robinhood was forced to add uh, the capability of people to withdraw from their platform. They were forced to do that um because of market forces i think the market forces are going to force other companies to really take a, a serious look at, at bitcoin as as being a something great to have on their treasury and i think uh you know these are public companies so they adhere to their shareholders so whatever type of ideological beliefs that they have against bitcoin that goes out the window right they have to perform and if microstrategy is outperforming this much because they took on a Bitcoin strategy, it's going to be very difficult for other companies to ignore that, right? And here is uh, the Bloomberg article that was talking about this as MicroStrategy posts profit on benefit tied to Bitcoin Stash. It goes on to say, MicroStrategy, the enterprise software maker better known as the largest public holder of Bitcoin, posted its first profit in nine quarters ever registering a tax benefit related to its hoard of the, of the cryptocurrency. The Tyson's Corner, Virginia-based company contro uh, controlled by Bitcoin advocate Michael Saylor had net income of 40, uh, 400 $161 million uh, compared with the loss a year earlier during the recent quarter, the 72% rise in the price of Bitcoin allowed MicroStrategy to basically reduce a reserve related to earlier large impairment charges for the cryptocurrency, resulting in a one-time tax benefit of $453 million. Revenue from the software business rose 2.2% to $121 million, beating the $119 million estimate that analysts surveyed by Bloomberg expected. The company took an impairment charge on the digital asset of 18. Nine million for the three months ended in March 31st. Sailor began buying Bitcoin in in 2020 to reduce the company's holdings of cash before the uh, before of the eroding threat of inflation. By the end of March, MicroStrategy held a total cash of 140,000 Bitcoin, according to its financials. The company spent around 179 million dollars to add. 7,500 7, Bitcoin in the quarter. And here's a uh, a video of Michael Saylor being interviewed on CNNBC, and they had some questions about that. Let's check it out, and then we'll talk about it. So let's talk a little bit about uh, earnings, because in your core software business, software licenses revenue climbed 23%, subscription services revenue up 46%, but really the focus from the market as per usual, since MicroStrategy is the largest publicly traded holder of Bitcoin, is the fact that your impairment loss for Bitcoin was so much smaller than it has been in recent quarters. Walk me through the results and the flywheel between these two companies within the company. Sure. Um, we have progressively built up a Bitcoin position up to 140,000 Bitcoin over the past two and a half years. Uh, when Bitcoin traded from 66,000 all the way down to 16,000, we took an impairment loss. Um, and uh, in the course of the last 12 weeks, that Bitcoin position has traded up $2 billion in fair market value. 
So, of course, uh, when it's trading down, there are tax consequences and indefinite tangible write-offs. But when it's trading up, we get uh, we reverse some of the tax uh, accounting. The indefinite and intangible treatment hasn't changed any. But I think the short of it is the software business is very stable and it's a cash cow. And we use it uh, to pay our interest on our debt and to acquire more Bitcoin. And the Bitcoin itself uh, is is our belief that Bitcoin is the ultimate digital scarcity network. And because Bitcoin has been moving up about 50% a year on average over the last three years, the real key with Bitcoin is just to be able to hold on to it and stomach the volatility. And we have conditioned our shareholders and our bondholders uh, to understand that we're long-term hodlers. And because everybody is aligned in that interest, we're able to weather that volatility and we end up uh, doing very, very well as Bitcoin recovers. Yeah. And Bitcoin is recovering, though. We're still well off the all-time highs. We're up something like 70 percent since the start of the year. What do you attribute that recovery to? I think right now there, there are two tr twin drivers, right? There, there's the macroeconomic concern about uh, inflation. And as, and as uh, inflation takes place, lead, people lose confidence in fiat currencies. And that means they start to realize that everything valued on cash flows is a currency derivative. And Bitcoin is not valued on cash flows. It's, it's in a digital scarcity. The failure of the banks, uh, Silvergate Bank, Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, now First Republic Bank, causes people in the Western world to start to lose uh, a little bit of faith in the banking system. And they remember that Bitcoin is a bank in cyberspace run by incorruptible software. So the phrase be your own bank has emerged as an investment idea in the United States, but it's really a matter of financial survival elsewhere. And so the combination of that uh, of that concern about inflation and uh, counterparty risk with banks is driving Bitcoin's adoption. It's also being driven, by the way, by the crypto crackdown. Mm -hmm. And uh, as people lose faith in crypto exchanges, crypto securities and cryptocurrencies, there's a natural migration of capital from those crypto ecosystems into Bitcoin since it's viewed as the risk off safe haven asset of the crypto space. So let's talk about that, right? This idea that be your own bank is penetrating into mainstream consciousness. On yesterday's episode, we dedicated it to Tim Pool, right? And how Tim Pool said the quiet part out loud. He's like, I'm watching all these banks fail and F this, I'm going to get myself some Bitcoin. And I think Michael Saylor hit the nail on the head. I think we're finally seeing, you know, the, the benefits of Bitcoin, the idea that you could theoretically store uh, millions, billions, if not trillions of dollars just by writing down a 12 to 24 word seed phrase, um, you know, completely changes the dynamic. You don't have counterparty risk. You don't have, oh, th th this bank is going to rug pull me. Are, you know, are they liquid? Holy cow. Is, is, is Janet Yellen going to bail out this bank? Is my deposit okay? You don't have to deal with any of that. Right. All you have to do is take a little bit of personal responsibility and take self-custody. And this image is so powerful. Here's First Republic Bank. Here's Janet Yellen with the famous, you know, you guys all remember the buy Bitcoin side. It says, be your own bank. This is top of the line mimetic warfare. And, you know, it's finally seeping into the paint, uh, mainstream consciousness for the average everyday individual um, on the Tim Pool type of level and the mainstream, you know, a podcast type of circuit, but also on the public company realm as well. So I don't know, man, this is, uh, this is very, very bullish. And uh, I can't wait 
for the next cycle when on a on a on an individual level on the uh, mainstream consciousness, people like Tim Pool saying Bitcoin more and more and more. I think it's going to be talked about in other mainstream shows as well. We've had Jordan Peterson bring on uh, Bitcoiners. The reason I bring up Jordan Peterson, I know a lot of people dislike him, is because you know whether you like him or not, he is extremely popular on the internet, right? And you're starting to hear those conversations brought up more and more and more. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, maybe, and and then that inevitably will lead to a very important question. Why are we being forced to use money that that steals from us? Why are we being forced to, to use money that loses purchasing power over time when we now have an alternative where it actually increases in purchasing power over time? Michael Saylor is proving that clearly on the public company level. Naim Bukele is proving that on the nation state level. And I think in, during the next cycle, heading into the next halving, it is going to become undeniable and there's no amount of propaganda misrepresentation spin that they're going to be able to throw at this thing and people are just going to be like you've been lying to me for like two or three years what are you talking about no enough is enough i'm going to opt out i'm going to take my wealth my energy my time i'm going to take it out of the system i'm going to put it into my custody but but big but if you guys are not properly securing your generational wealth and you're storing your Bitcoin seed on paper, uh, that's, that's very, very dangerous. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage, your dog could eat it. You want to put your generational wealth on steel. And this is the Bitplates Domino. It's the best place to do it on. It's easy to use, hard to destroy. Bitplates Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and passphrases made from highly corrosion-resistant 316 marine-grade stainless steel, and it offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. Your dog is definitely not going to eat this. You can use the promo code simply to get 10% off any Bitplates products. Anyways, I want to bring up our... Uh, I want to bring up my co-host and our guest. What do you? I, am I seeing things? I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it on to 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 our guest first. Um, Henrik, am I seeing things? Uh, what what what's your take on Michael Saylor? I saw you smile a little bit uh, when when we were playing the video. Yeah, I mean the what are the comments like that winning smile? I mean, <laughs> it was like the the difference between uh, like the around Christmas and now. It's just like it's proven right in a way. So, yeah. Really great comment. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just um, as you said, like it's becoming like an ETF for Bitcoin, and I think as um, as sort of the next bull cycle approaches and start um, taking off, I think there's a lot of people who's going to uh, need some some education really fast to to figure out what's actually happening and how this technology actually works, and and gonna learn like why someone like you know, Michael Saylor bought that much Bitcoin and uh, his strategy. Because right now, I think it's a lot of people just feels like it's completely insane. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to change, I think. Opti, what's your take on this? <laughs> uh, well, it is insane, man. He's got the biggest bag ever. Like, what is going on here? But anyways, back to uh, the point. I mean, I thought Sailor and MicroStrategies was going bankrupt, guys. Like, what's going on here? You know, uh, it's almost like the mainstream media is just continuously lying and fighting Bitcoin. But hey. They just what get we it wrong, bro. <laughs> like, they just get it so wrong. <laughs> Like at this point, like you, like at this point, like how could you take them seriously at this point? Like they get, dude, the, 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 I, I never forget this. 
Um, El Salvador, Bitcoin legal tender, threat to financial stability, Argentina, here's a bailout, but you must de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin. Fast forward a year later, 104% inflation. Like you can't you can't say and, and and be sincere and be honest and say at this point, like these people are 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 are, are interested in telling the truth. Like you can't say that. And you can't say that's a conspiracy theory either. Like it, it just becomes so apparent that you know the legacy corporate media machine are really it's it's really a mechanism of controlling the narrative you you heard tucker say it as well it's not just me saying this right um so yeah man but you know i think freedom wins i think bitcoin's incentives are going to are, are going to rule the day and i think that they don't have anything they don't have anything that can match bitcoin's incentives and i think that's why they will fundamentally lose at the end of the day opti yeah, man, 100%. I mean, what do we always say here? And you said it you said it uh, a minute ago, and we say it probably every single day, but Saylor will be vindicated on the corporate level. Bukele will be vindicated on the nation state level. And all you guys out there will be vindicated on the individual level this next bull run. It's only a matter of time until the world wakes up to what we are doing here as Bitcoiners. Like Henrik said, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing that people still think we're the crazy ones when we have, you know, been calling this for years now. We, we see the writing on the wall and I don't know, most of my Bitcoin friends have been right and they continue to live a prosperous life. And it's just, um, it's only a matter of time until the biggest corporations and nation states uh, in the world realize and wake up to the idea that they're holding melting ice cubes, as Sailor says, on their balance sheet. And once they start adopting Bitcoin, man, uh, gradually then suddenly it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. But on another point, um, there was a lot of Bitcoin signal in in that little that little clip of Sailor, and it's something we continuously talk about here on the show. Is that the Bitcoin signal just continuously starts to seep out into the corporate press, and we like to just keep it as simple as possible. Guys, you need to be holding Bitcoin. Just hodl them Bitcoins, and you'll be good. Do not get scammed out of your Bitcoin. Ride the volatility. The roller coaster ride is fun. Take Bitcoin into cold storage. This is the way, and you will live a better life. It, it's as simple as this. It's happened to me. I've seen it happen to all my friends. We're seeing it play out on corporate level, nation state level. This is the signal, guys. You just need to hold some Bitcoin. You, it doesn't matter how much you hold. You just need to get off uh, the zero fiat or the zero Bitcoin mark. Like, you just need to have some Bitcoin just in case. Just in case it catches on. Absolutely. Amen to that. All right, everybody. Let's get to the culture. Let's do this. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, non-ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. And of course, you could always send me a uh, DM on Twitter. My DMs are open if you have any doubts, questions or concerns. Anyways, Opti, what are we talking about today, my friend? Let's go. Well, you know what I like to do, guys? 
Uh, I'd like to highlight what our guests are doing, what they're working on. And we got Henrik, CEO of Ellen Capital, uh, lightning service provider. So I think first and foremost, uh, I am kind of trolling on this first question, Henrik, because I do this to all my lightning friends. Uh, I thought lightning was vaporware. What is going on? Will lightning scale Bitcoin? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And uh, also to scale it, we need to scale uh, Lightning. So companies need to be able to, uh, to use this in um, professional industrial sense. That's what we're doing. Perfect. Love it. So what is Torque? Uh, what are you working on on Allen Capital? What is your, your company's mission? Yeah, so we're actually building the tools that large node operators uh, need. So LSPs, exchanges, um, uh, yeah, all kinds of large um, shops, for example, as well. So it is a tool that's meant for professionals. It is uh, nothing like it's not something you install on uh, your umbrella just to to run your own node. If you're running a, a routing node, that's a different story. That's actually where we started as well, but we're transferring now or uh, shifting now more into the, uh, the LSP LSP um, sort of services. So as you can see here as well, we're supporting multiple nodes, for example, which is uh, also something that's really beneficial to to these companies because they're for redundancies purposes they're of course running multiple nodes love it so maybe for the the people out there what exactly is a lightning service provider yeah so it's um the, the definition is um well the, the first um definition of it is uh, somebody who provides liquidity on demand um, mostly it's non-custodial. So if you have a, a um, Lightning node and your shop, for example, you need to receive um, um, Bitcoin, um, they can essentially open a channel on demand when you need it um, and you receive that uh, payment um, directly to yourself. Um, you can also use that, for example, in a wallet like um, Breeze as well or um, yeah, different wallets using this. Love it. So you said it's for professional Lightning Node operators, uh, and I do have your little uh, trailer right here as well. So what do you mean by professional? Is this people like running uh, stores, exchanges, wallets? Uh, who Who is this angled towards? Who is your ideal customer? Yeah, so uh, yeah, exchanges, LP, so companies and people working in companies maintaining uh, the nodes. So typically if they, they have like a million dollars or something on the node and they have um, maybe a thousand channels, um, then it becomes like it, it changes a bit. It's not like you're looking through individual channels and imagine them. You need um, to look at groups of channels, types of channels. You need an automation system that can handle um, certain events happening to the channels at uh, rapid speed. So, so we're building this, um, this tool to sort of give, um, to save these companies from building a lot of these sort of makeshift tools themselves. Um, so yeah, it's it's for the people working in these organizations. Love it. Uh, and a little Easter egg in this video. I saw one of the one of the Lightning Node operators was named Kraken. Is Kraken using Torque or is this just uh, good marketing? Actually, uh, we don't know. So the the video shows the different channels that uh, actually my oh, node okay, had. Okay, at the okay, time. okay. That so, makes yeah. sense. All right, awesome. Okay, uh, next thing that I kind of want to talk about is we're very big on trying to educate all of our friends out there. You know, we do our best, um, but I think you guys are doing a great job on your Twitter account. I really enjoyed these um, threads that you guys pulled out, and I did pull about a couple of them. So 
I think just adding into what we were talking about, this one right here, uh, Lightning will eventually scale to billions of users, but not without the help of Lightning service providers. And uh, this is the mission. So again, back to the original question. Will Lightning scale Bitcoin? Definitely, definitely. And I mean, this thread as well is about the, the fact that like most people won't necessarily want to deal with all the complexity of Lightning and there's more and more tools all the time making that simpler. Um, so LSP is a great um, sort of service that I think will grow massively in the next few years. Um, so, so we wanted to, to make people a bit more aware of this and explain a bit of, on what it is. And um, yeah, and, and the reason, of course, is that we build also the tools that LSP needs uh, for this. But um, yeah, if, you, if, uh, if you're interested in what's happening in the lighting industry and, and how... Um, different concepts work uh, or you want to work in the industry, then um, what we try to do with these threads is to take one topic at a time and dive into it and explaining it in a, in a way that is um, uh, easier to understand without going too deep into the technical stuff, but at the same time, not being uh, too shallow. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So, uh, you know, how about just like a TLDR? Um, what is the current state of lightning and uh, what what are you most bullish on in the lightning space right now? I mean, the uh, the space is just absolutely exploding with new um, new technology, new protocol uh, additions, and um, like third party protocols as well. Um, I think uh, Lisa said it uh, on the conference uh, recently. With um, like, there is a Cambrian explosion um, in companies and te like tech in lightning uh, popping up. Um, it's hard to say what uh, sort of the, the coolest new thing is. I mean, from our perspective, splicing is really cool. Uh, new possibilities that Taproot is, uh, is bringing to the table in Lightning. I just think that just like it was a year ago, that the difference a year ago and now in terms of tooling, in terms of new technology, et cetera, is just a massive shift. And I think a year in the, into the future, it's again, it's just going to be uh, insane to us how um, how much has happened and how simple it is now versus uh, a year into the future. Love it. Okay. Uh, I always I always do my best to push our viewers into my favorite wallets. Um, what is your favorite Lightning wallet currently? I mean, uh, actually, I just use Torque <laughs> because I'm building it. But <laughs> okay. But I mean, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Love it. that, I use, yeah, I use... Um, yeah, Walter Satoshi actually for, for small oh, okay. things on my on my phone. <laughs> okay, so uh, no no distinction between custodial Lightning wallets and non-custodial. Do you? I kind of I hey, I know there's a lot of contention out there on Twitter, but for you know pocket change, I think a I think a custodial wallet Lightning wallet is is all good by my by my regards. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, um, there's pros and cons. Uh, like I think we'll see with the increase in LSPs that um, the semi-custodial or non-custodial alternatives become easier and easier to use. Um, so I think it is sort of a, a convenience trade-off and some countries, some people don't need um, sort of the fully non-custodial. What we truly need is the alternative. You need that very easy step to jump into alternative when you really need to or if you want to. So yeah, both is fine, but uh, of course better with the non-custodial.
<laughs> Absolutely love it. Agreed. Okay. Um, I, I like this thread. I found this thread here, and hopefully you can TLDR this thread for the people out there. We've heard very, very recently uh, Taproot. Taproot has been getting a lot of contention, just not in the way that uh, you guys laid out in this thread in regards to, you know, what it opened up and the possibilities that maybe the unintended possibilities and consequences of uh, the Taproot um, upgrade that we've seen recently. But I really like this thread that you put here. Uh, what Taproot unlocked for Bitcoin privacy. So maybe we can get back to some some benefits of Taproot and, and uh, skirt away from the whole contention going on on Twitter. Yeah, it's um, it's actually Jack on our team is writing these. So he should awesome. be here and explains more of it. But yeah, it's again back to, to different tools and the, the privacy yeah, tools that are becoming better. And one of the important things, um, or one of the things I think is really important is that we need to build privacy into the protocol and the supporting protocol around there because um, we have the opportunity now to create all this protocol. And I think it becomes harder and harder as the industry grows, grows. And there isn't really, like once people are starting to use company-specific uh, tools, um, that aren't private or we start to build in non-private features into into lightning it's harder and harder to reverse that process and to get privacy back um so that combined with sort of the company's interest to make something convenient which often then um is a trade-off uh, to privacy again it's it's just we need that those protocol developers and the interest in the industry to to make this private by default Absolutely love it. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, what else is Ellen Capital working on? Or uh, what else would you like to end this segment with? Uh, maybe mm -hmm. leave, leave the people with uh, some wisdom. Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of wisdom, I mean, if you're interested in Bitcoin or Lightning, especially if you want to work in the industry, um, just start a small node, perhaps a node on, on Regtest or, or something like that, and just play around with it because you learn a ton by doing that. Um, there's a lot of simple solutions uh, to, to get started with that. So, I mean, uh, I think, again, the complexity in the tools are growing every day. So if you grow with that technology, it's much easier to, to get into it than if you start three years down the line and want to jump into the, the industry at a time where just there's so many terms uh, and sort of syntax. And like how people speak about this is just speeding up and getting more and more complex. So jump in, essentially. I couldn't agree more. Um, what what's Ellen Capital? What do you guys got in the work? Are you guys just fully focused on Torque, or are you guys going to roll out some new products as well soon? Right now, we're just fully focused on Torque. So it's um, yeah, it's just um, new features. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Well, hey man, uh, I can't wait to see what you guys do more in the future. I can't wait to you know make sure that Lightning is as easy as possible because I remember I tried to get on Lightning in like 2018. Uh, I wasn't smart enough to to, to work the command line. It was rough. It was that rough. Point. And um, the improvement that I've seen and the amount of building that I've seen on Lightning in the past couple of years, it, it really does make me bullish on Lightning, on scaling Bitcoin. But it's actually hilarious how many shitcoiners still end up in our DMs and, and uh, comment on our show. It's like, Lightning is vaporware, bro. Like, it's not going to scale Bitcoin. And you're just like... Have you even used it? Because if you did, you would know that your shitcoin is dead on arrival. But hey, hmm. maybe we're just uh, you know toxic Bitcoin maxis, and we got our we got our our blinders on. But hey, 
uh, Lightning simply works. Yeah, and it was actually the first time I set up a node and started using it and read about it. And it was like, yeah, January 2019, I was like, my mind just, like, like there was no competition anymore. It's like, this actually truly works, even at that point where it was like, still so rudimentary. And now today is just, yeah, it's insane. Absolutely couldn't agree more. Uh, it blows my mind still to this day using Lightning and just seeing how far it comes. But like the thing that gets me the the, the most worked up is the fact that uh, all the shit coiners out there still think they have some kind of relevancy when we're just like, guys, uh, Bitcoin fixes this. Like <laughs> Lightning fixes this. So we don't need your, your shit coin narrative to do what we're doing on Bitcoin. But you know, kudos to you for building this and uh, shouts out to the team. I hope to see you guys succeed and also to, you know, blow up lightning even more than it already has. So I'm and excited it, for the future. And it's 100% necessary. We need the second layer being built. That's 100%. Uh, 100% sure about that. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are contributing to that and uh, pushing forward, um, you know, this, this Bitcoin future that I think we all dream of. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. We've got a lot of memes to review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom, Rax. All right, guys. Rax. This is the meme review. This is your favorite Kaboom. portion Kaboom. of the show. Kaboom. I know I know. you sit through the first 45 minutes and usually just tune in for the memes because we feature your memes. So tag me on Twitter. Drop the memes in our Telegram group, and I will find the best ones. Again, I can't get to all of them, but I do put them in our show notes, and I'll get to them as soon as possible. But... Tweets are the bullets. Memes are the artillery. We are in an information war, guys. Uh, it's never become clear, and it becomes clearer and clearer every single day that you guys are on the right side, and you need to wake up your friends and family out there. And the best way to do this, and I'm stealing the quote from George Carlin, the best way to wake people up and tell them the truth is make them laugh or else they will kill you. So get the memes out there. Get the calls of actions out there. Make sure people understand why you do what you do. Ridicule the corporate press. These are all tools in our tool bag. Anyways, anyways, the first meme. Maybe I should have waited for this one for tomorrow, but hey, I have it up here. And this is by our friend RDBTC. And we got the uh, the tweet here by the Council of Economic Advisors, a.k.a. at White House CEA. And it is them dropping the news that everyone was freaking out about that Nico covered in the beginning about, you know, them taxing Bitcoin mining. And we got the SpongeBob meme here and we got the tweet and SpongeBob looking at the tweet and he's all distraught and like, what in the hell is this? And then he throws the tweet in the fire and it burns and he's got laser eyes because it's absolute trash, absolute trash. Okay, this next one is by Toxicat27. Shouts out to Toxicat. He's all over the Telegram group. And we got the classic, uh, I don't know, 
dude grabbing Normie grabbing a balloon. So we got a Normie grabbing the balloon and the balloon is currency in the bank. And then we got the guy behind him going more banks failing than 2008. And the Normie looking back scared as he grabs his currency, quote unquote, in the bank probably not there anyways this next meme is by at beauty on and when beauty on puts his hat in the meme game you know i put it up on the show because he always kind of uh you know it's critical on our meme game but hey he's putting his hat in the ring so you should too and he goes bitcoin to the regulationistas and we got a big hand here that is my constitutional rights flicking a person off the cliff and the person is your feelings my constitutional rights supersede your feelings sorry not sorry anyways this next meme is by at tulko2 and he just goes hashtag bitcoin and we got the classic wolverine laying in bed and he's he's super sad and he looks at the screen and the screen is uh the mempool fees uh <sighs> shouts out rip to one sat one sat per virtual bite fees are we ever going to clear the mempool again i don't know but every time odell says that we clear the mempool so hopefully we see one sat fees again man D- honestly nico did you see them yesterday they were like 120 it was absolute madness yesterday Absolutely crazy. I did get a. I did get dude, a I, I transaction paid, go through I, I, yesterday. I pay. I pay it, dude. I just. I don't. You paid a hundred. Oh my god. At this point, I don't care. Like fuck wow. it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Said it. He tweeted it, bro. He's like, look, I'm willing. I'm perfectly willing to pay a hundred dollars. That's fine. Uh, you know, eventually, maybe when fees are get there. But that's exactly why we have. You know, we have entrepreneurs like Henrik, right, building exactly. on the second layer. This is why the second layer is so important, right? Because you're, you're not going to pay $100 for a coffee. You know, it's going to be more than the uh, coffee uh, itself. Uh, wait, wow. I hear Roger Verse screaming in the background ah! right now. <laughs> um, so, no, this is, no, seriously, like, this is why what Henrik is doing is so vital. We have to build out the second layer. Can't emphasize that enough. Sailor is hmm. focusing, uh, focusing on this as well, right? Anyways. Anyways, uh, I waited till this morning and got a 20 sat fee through. So shout out to you, Nico. You're the real MVP. Anyways, this next meme is by Lynn Alden, a.k.a. at Lynn Alden contact on Twitter. And we got the the classic old man, you know, smiling in pain meme. And he looks at his computer, goes, banks are risky. So I stuffed everything into treasuries. And then he looks at you and smiled, which then defaulted. <laughs> this is why you need to hold Bitcoin. This is why corporations around the world will start holding bitcoin this is why even governments will hold bitcoin it is what it is just make sure you stack ahead of them guys you guys have the asymmetric knowledge today and the understanding to know why you should be stacking sets so get your friends and family stacking as well anyways this next meme is by the btc therapist and he goes the cycle that never ends hashtag btc and we got the first first point here it goes government overreach and then it leads into number two which is questioning money which leads into number three you study bitcoin which leads to number four which means you adopt a superior money aka bitcoin and then leads to number five which is you educate others so that they also go down the rabbit hole and get into this cycle. And then this last meme is by at Francis Pouliot. Shout out to Francis. And, you know, you know, anytime I see a Bitcoiner 
post a meme or a gif about someone in Bitcoin Zen meditating on their stack, on the the proper way to make it through the separation of money's state. I put it on the show. Anyways, we got this gif over here of a guy sitting by the waterfall meditating, and it goes, improve self-custody, promote Bitcoin only, keep Bitcoin de- decentralized. This is the way, boys and go. Boys and girls. <laughs> Boys and goys. Boys and goys. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Uh, drop your meme if you score in the chat uh, as we cover hours live. Okay. All right. My meme review score today is oh, this, it might be an invisible lighter. An invisible lighter. An invisible barbecue st- starter. Okay. It's, okay. it's actually fluorescent green, but it's invisible. I'm going to give it. Not just a ladder with Crowder uh, mug, but a ladder with Crowder mug with a bunch of things, things inside. Yeah, that's my score. Anyways, Henrik, what would you give those memes? I mean, um, the remote the heater fan, which absolutely killed my electricity bill this winter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I still not haven't fully financially recovered from that one. <laughs> Needs a space heater. Was that was is that a three D printer in the back? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. I, I'm just gonna get another one as well. Let's go. <laughs> is it an Ender three? No, it's um, it's a Prusa. Oh, I want one of those okay. so bad. Very I cool. uh, I'm gonna buy one. I'm buying one. Very cool. Dude, they have the new one now. The the four Mark fours. Very, very cool. All right, everybody, before we start reading the meme review scores, Opti and I want to give a very special shout out to our clothing sponsor, Opti and I wear the merch every single day. The Simply Bitcoin merch. Opti's wearing the classic black and white represent hoodie. Also, new Simply Bitcoin merch dropping soon. There's more hats available, so check out the representltd.com website. Get it while supplies last. You can use the promo code simply-bitcoin. Get yourself a 10% discount. All right, Opti, let's get to some of the meme scores. But first, cue the epic music. All right, the P-Man band score. One Roger Ver middle finger rage quit. We should have that that video like just like as part of our B-roll. It's like how you have the Alex Jones yeah, one. Exactly, one. exactly. We just have to have that one. Kazen uh, gives it my meme review is the Bitcoin fees when it was at 164 sats. Oof. Yeah, that was Oof. crazy. This is why lightning exists. Uh, Elaine <laughs> Lowell says a meme that fills the screen with sailor's smile. Now words necessary. Let's go. Okay, okay. Let's see. Wait, I don't know. Yeah, you can you can say this one. All right, <laughs> I, I got a I got a screen Opti's Big Mac's coin wallet's uh, meme review scores. Uh, oh man, Opti's Big Mac coin wallet uh, score penetrating normies with Bitcoin propaganda in their minds. I mean, I wouldn't call it propaganda. I would just say the truth. But McLovin, I give the memes allergy medicine for Opti. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. You almost filtered one and then <laughs> wrong one. You almost filtered one and then sorry, I, I didn't read my, it. Mike Hobart, I give the memes a fresh cup of coffee with a dose of locally sourced honey to cure Ooh. Opti's allergies. All right, are we? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, right, McLovin wins today's meme review. Okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you. I, oh, one more. It's basic biology. I give the memes 100 gross self-sealing uh, stem bolts. Okay, okay. Very, I like that. Very creative. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We really appreciate it. But before we go, I want to give a very special shout out to our guests. Thank you so much for joining us today, Henrik. Really appreciate it. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so LN Capital, LN underscore Capital, which is on screen now. And uh, my handle is OH Skogstrom. Hard to pronounce if you're not in the region. So. Yeah, you got to search a bit. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, keep on the good fight because we we do need we need that that second layer needs to be built out. And entrepreneurs like you are instrumental to that process. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to smash that like button. If you feel like we provided you value, consider subscribing. But the number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share all Bitcoin content. Of course, we'd love if you'd share our content, but share all Bitcoin content and don't share shitcoin content because that's counterproductive. Uh, but anyways, we love you all. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you guys later.